Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everyone. Tony from Hack the Movies here. This week is the 40th anniversary of E.T. the Extraterrestrial. I thought it'd be fun to go back and talk about the awful 2002 special edition director's cut. And then afterwards, talk about some other bad director's cuts. Let's get into it. This video is sponsored by Aura. 12, 13, 14. Oh no! Oh, my money's gone! Let me guess, you were just the victim of identity theft. How did you know? Identity theft is the fastest growing crime in America, and it claims a new victim every 14 seconds. I'm locked out of all my accounts. I'm getting all these notifications about credit card purchases I didn't make. How does your crypto account look? Cryptic. Well, good news. I partnered up with today's sponsor, Aura. Aura? It provides identity theft protection, fraud monitoring, and password management. It's also a VPN and antivirus software all in one app. Wow! It monitors the dark web from my email and social security number and sends me an alert. And it sends it four times faster than Aura's competitors. Aura found my email address on two dark websites. It's also working to get my email out of the hands of data brokers so I can stop getting spam and robocalls. Sign up for a free trial and let us know in the comments how many times your personal information was found. You might be shocked at the number. Protect yourself from America's fastest growing crime. Try Aura for two weeks and see if you or your family's personal information has been compromised. Go to Aura.com slash HackTheMovies to start your free trial today. Hello, Joe. Hello, Sean from Movie Dumpster. Hello, Tony from Hack the Movies. I am from Hack the Movies. <laughs> How are you guys true. doing? Good. Pretty just, good. He, he said what I was going to say. So. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yes. This, e this used to be Movie Dumpster Video. Yeah, I, I saw that video. Oh, okay. Don't worry, I saw the video. <laughs> you, you might even have appeared in it somehow through the magic of Joe Buchanan. <laughs> somehow I did. Now let's talk about E.T., the story that touched the world. Uh, the extraterrestrial. Uh, I think it's safe to say we all love this movie. Uh, yes. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'll say a resounding yes. It's, yes, it's yes. great. Yeah, it's a very good movie for the whole family. Uh, it's very well directed. The effects were pretty impressive for the time. ET does look a little bit like a puppet, like an obvious puppet. But for the most part, you're so like enamored with the story and everything that you kind of gloss over whatever whatever flaws the effects might have because you just fall in love with the character so much. Right. 
Yes, and um, and Reese's Pieces, of course, and Reese's Pieces. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now the movie, a lot of these movies always had like that's the thing. Whenever they release a director's cut, keep in mind the movie's probably already changed several times, and we're going to talk about that when we get to one of these movies. Um, so he had already made like changes mm. during the years, but when they got to the twentieth uh, in two thousand two, he decided, well, you know, those special editions worked out so well for George. I mean, they made a shit ton of money. Well, yes. yeah, of course. Yeah, so he was like, you know what? I'm going to do that with E.T. Now, there were some things that he really wanted to change since the original. Mm-hmm. You notice this poster here. Yum. And the Amblin logo is Elliot in front of the moon with the cape. Mm-hmm. Uh, iconic logo. Uh, he really, really liked that. Not in the movie. <laughs> he does not have a cape in the final f- film of the original cut. Absolute trash. Yes. Can you believe it? <laughs> because at that point, I believe it was stop motion, right? Uh, it might have. It's definitely miniatures. I don't. Yes. If it was stop motion, I don't know why they wouldn't just animate the cape. I if can, they were going to, I can do imagine it that way. going frame by frame with a cape waving would have been rough. Yeah. Ray Harryhausen. Yeah, but <laughs> but you know Steven Spielberg giant but, blockbuster movie there doesn't also have the budget for like. That. Maybe something with the blue screen. I don't know. I uh, listen because it definitely was composited. Sure. Yeah. That, listen, you're gonna get into the yeah. rest of this. Yeah. I, I see where you're going with this. <laughs> so, so that that was a change that'll. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Let me. Thank you for letting me finish that thought. Sorry. Uh, that is a change that I think. Okay. Fine. Sure. Yeah. I don't know who was on message boards. God damn it! That cape <laughs> wasn't on there. It ruins the it ruins I mean, the it, makes, it was Tony. It makes oh, okay. sense because a lot of people have that false memory of him having a cape because sure. it's on the poster. It's on the Amblin logo. It's something I never fucking thought about. Yeah, at, ever. Because like, that point I, you're in on the story. It doesn't matter if he's wearing a cape or whatnot. He's well, flying with ET over the it's moon. It's purely yeah. cosmetic at that point. Yeah, and it's just people going, "Damn, so, right, so, you just didn't have that cape." So that's the thing, Luke uh, Spielberg's sitting there like. Really wanted that cape. That's all that is. So he sees what George. Well, George is... got a wampa. Yeah, yeah. And so a Jabba. he sees and that. A <laughs> he sees that, and he's like, "Okay, I can now add and tweak a few things there." And it's like, "Sure, why not?" Doesn't change the scene, really. I get it. But then, but then, he's like, "Well, you know what? Uh, Et's mouth doesn't really match the words enough." Did he really? Did it, I, I haven't seen the director's cut of this, by the way. Oh, you're You've a lucky never man. Never seen it. You're a very I've lucky never man. Seen I remember it. all the buzz around it, but I just was like, I have it already. Do I need it? Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, the, he wanted to match up the words a little bit, so he like puts a CGI ET face on ET. No. So the words can match. <laughs> <laughs> and the, even that. Even though I don't agree with it, those scenes aren't too terrible. Is it every scene? Not every talking? scene. Not okay. every scene. But then mm. he's like, well, E.T. has to run away from the bad guys. Let's do a CGI E.T. Is jumping he- up and he's, <laughs> like, <laughs> he's bouncing up and down. He's, like he's bouncing up and down. Uh, you know the scene where like Elliot be good yeah, when yeah. Elliot finds him like in, in outside yeah. and it's all creepy. You can barely see him. Yeah. Well, you can still kind of barely see him with the flashlight, but they even made that digital of him being like, ah, why? That's such a. I mean, that's such a creepy, weird scene. I don't know. I like it the way it is. 
I don't know. It's it's jar it's jarring. Yeah. You watched it this morning. I watched right? it this morning and it's like some of those scenes, I get it. Like Tony's saying, moving the mouse. I think it is sure. useless. You don't need it, but sure, mm. whatever. But it's like, yeah, some of these just totally like some scenes are still the original actress in the makeup. Yeah. You know, in, in the prosthetics. Yeah. But a lot of it Who is in Ghoulies, by the way. Oh. Which we'll talk about later anyway. <laughs> uh and and just while we're talking about it, the the I read this. The voice actor of E.T. also did um I, need, I forget the name of the character, but in Return of the Jedi, that Leia was disguised as oh the, the bounty hunter, Boosh. yeah yeah yeah, or yeah. Bausch, whatever it says. Which yeah. I was like, oh shit, yeah, you're right. Anyway, but yeah, there's a lot of scenes of what E.T. reactions, which with that puppet look fucking great in the original, and it's yeah. just like way over the top. It, it does that thing that everyone that likes movies hates. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, okay, yeah, like Tony said, yeah, sometimes it does just still look like a puppet, but for the most part, it looks like this could be an alien, sure, whatever. But you do the CG, it's like, oh, we really need to it, see its tongue stick it out into the it potato salad. It doesn't blend well with the puppet at all. I mean, no. keep in mind, it's like 2002 CGI, but not like good 2000. But, it's not Golem 2002 it also wasn't, CGI. Right. It wasn't shot for that. No. That's the thing. And, and there's that's no why reason so... to just go wholesale on a CG ET. It, it, it that's the same thing. Up and down a bunch of times. Why? And if you're new here, we recently did worst Star Wars movies, so we talked about the special editions yeah. at great length. But it is, it's not as bad as that. No. But it is on that level where it's like, okay, I know when this movie takes place. I've seen this movie. Now that I see these car go goofy cartoony <laughs> things running around, I'm now out of it. I'm like, this isn't right. This doesn't yeah. look right. We're gonna go back. We're gonna go back to Clash of the Titans. We're gonna cover up all <laughs> of all the stop motion in that because it just looks too bad. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it's rough, and um, like they added that scene. Remember oh, the, the bathtub scene? The bathtub yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. is that? It's just an extra scene of Elliot and E.T. at home. In a tub together? Yeah, he's like showing him the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, like showing him the bathroom and everything, but since it was a new scene, they decided he's mostly CGI in that scene. Yeah, because it was originally, it's like the Jabba scene from A New Hope. It's a, it's a deleted yeah. scene that they, 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 they couldn't make work in post, so they just put it on the shelf, and then 20 years later, oh, oh we got this thing, let's, let's CGI him in there. Was that yeah. after E.T. had a bunch of beers? No, it was before that. Pre -beer, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, in that part, he's mostly CGI, and he's like walking around, he's jumping in the bathtub, and it's just like he almost drowns. And also, the, you don't need that scene. The movie works without that scene because you're already getting enough of those kinds of scenes. Yeah, uh, it's very, very, very jarring. Um, I'm shocked. One thing he had restraint for, mm. he did not add back in the Harrison Ford cameo. Didn't even know there was one. You didn't know about that? Of all the things. So, Why wouldn't they put that in? So Harrison Ford, I believe, I mean, I get things wrong sometimes. Not as much as you, but I get things oh, wrong fucker. sometimes. Uh, so let me know if I'm wrong. I believe he was, like, dating or married to the screenwriter of this. Hmm. So he's in the movie in the after Elliot, like, lets all the frogs out and stuff. And the mom has to go to the school. Mm -hmm. And at this point, there's a fun little thing in E.T., if you never noticed it. They don't show any adult faces until the government breaks into their house at the end. Mm. Besides the mom, obviously. Besides the mom. Yeah. And I guess sometimes they have a TV on, you see characters. Sure, but yeah. But all the characters, because the movie is being mostly told from the kid's point of view. Yeah. And, like, their mom is the only, like, important one in their life. And, and it's really good visual storytelling, well, 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 honestly. Well, wait a second, Tony. The internet told me that Stranger Things came up with that idea. But you're telling me E.T., Came I mean, up with this idea I mean, in the li 80s? Listen, listen. It wasn't Stranger Things? Sean, Holy shit! Sean, Sean, if we want to point fingers, E.T.'s ripping off Charlie Brown. 
Okay. <laughs> it's because you never see the adults in Charlie Brown. This is true. Oh, he even wears the true. ghost costume too yes. at one point. Yeah. If anything, all the adults should have just went. Wah, 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 it's a rock. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just I had to say that because that's something that I hear people say the last few years. And to a point, sure. Yeah, but there's it's also like, a the little... whole ending where they're saving ET while he's dying. Like, how is that not people thinking? Oh yeah, like kind of like ET or you know Goonies or any of those other anyway. or explorers. Yeah. Yes. Just had to get uh, that out of my system. You picked the most obscure one. What? <laughs> You're like an explorer. It's like yeah, like a fucking yeah, better movie, dude. What do you want? <laughs> Flight of the Navigator. Yeah, well, there you like, go. <laughs> Anyway, I've the quest. Seen, how, there's I, a deep cut I, for I, you. Okay. That one I don't with know. Elliot. I, I grew up with a uh, <laughs> explorers and uh, flight and navigator. Yeah, um, little monsters. God no, uh, God? dude. That movie <laughs> fucking rules. The Savage Brothers. Joe, Joe, there's a wire crossed in your brain. We gotta fix it. <laughs> I think everybody else has what, the problem. What, one day you're gonna like, you're gonna like step on the brake too hard, bounce your head, <laughs> and you're gonna be like, oh my god, you're gonna be like. Holy shit, Critters is bad. I don't know what about. No, that, that's the day that I'd never wake up no, from that. No, that's says, Munchie's bad, and then he just continues driving off the cliff because <laughs> it's finally hit him. You want to know why? Because then he'll save my ass like that flying <laughs> pizza pie, and I'll go fucking flying you're with gonna, Crookshank. You're going to be like, how many times have I watched to catch a Yeti? Oh, God. Anyway, oh, anyway. Well, that would ruin Back anybody. to this movie. That one's bad. Back to this movie. Yeah. Harrison Ford, you don't see his face in the scene. Okay. And he's doing like a goofy accent. It's a cruel world out there. Deceit, treachery. Uh, then but, who could care? Yeah, but the scene like doesn't. Is he playing Indiana Jones like as a teacher? No, no, no. <laughs> and, and the scene and the scene's not good. Like his like Elliot Et makes Elliot's chair fly in the office, and the principal doesn't see it. And it's like a weak effect. It's one of the, that's like the fucking Ewok village with yeah. C3PO. Oh yeah. So I'm I'm shocked he didn't put that scene in there. If he was just going all out, because George would have put that scene yeah. back in, hey, like hey, the Steven, awful Java where, scene. Where's the C three PO scene with, with <laughs> Harrison? Ah, uh, so, yeah. I don't... So that's some of the changes. One of the the two big ones that people were talking about constantly, other than the CGI. Sure. The mom. This is uh, this. D, D. Wallace. Everybody, yeah, by D. the way. Wallace. Yeah. Yes. Which, by the way, they are icon. I read that they had already changed this in previous like television edits and stuff, and no one noticed. But the mom is yelling at the older brother. D. Wallace is yelling, yelling at the older brother. And she says, you can't go out like that. You're not going out as a terrorist. That was the original line in the movie. Because it was the Halloween scene? It was Halloween. Yeah, when he looks like a hobo. He looks like but Red Skelton. It's before you see him as, it's implied that he had a different costume. Oh, okay. And she yelled at him. Uh, so apparently there was a television edit where it just says, you're not going out like that. And then it cuts off. But for the film edit, when he released it, it's like, oh, we don't want to mention terrorists because people are sad about that now. So it changes it to, you're not going out like that. You're not going out like a hippie. Now, I mean it. You are not going as a hippie. All the guys are. And when you look at the brother, I'm like, I don't, I know he wears like a no nukes thing, but I don't think he didn't really strike me as like a 60s hippie fan. Doesn't he have like a pot on his head? Looks Something like Johnny like Appleseed or some shit. <laughs> Something like that. If I'm remembering that. Correctly. And then of course, the biggest change when the well, they do CGI the kids flying. Um, which, you don't say. Which, which yeah. looks worse somehow. Yes. But continue. But, uh, you know. It's you know, 20 years, 40 now, years later. Now, if I was working for a secret government agency and I had to make sure aliens don't like destroy the world. Mm. Uh, am I gonna carry a, a big ass rifle or a walkie talkie? A big ass rifle, of course. Well, Spielberg, he when he was re-editing this, he's like, "Well, oh, I have kids now. Gun, guns are gonna scare them." 
Why it, would the bad men shoot the kids? And it's like, well, no, they would shoot the alien. Yeah, right, yeah. Because it's a space alien. They don't know what its intentions are. <laughs> so they digitally replaced their rifles with walkie-talkies. And people made fun of this for years. Yeah. There's the famous South Park episode yeah. where they have to stop George Lucas and Spielberg from releasing Raiders <laughs> of the Lost Ark. Remember? Yes, remember, I remember they're showing Save a Private Ride and they're on the beach with the walkie-talkies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But it's such a stupid change. And I, and by the way, those are big rifles. They probably took a really long time oh. to rotoscope those out. I remember specifically seeing there was the the shots because they only show like the keys and the in the hands and stuff like that yeah. of them walking through the the forest. Wasn't there like a handgun at one point in one of their hands and then it turned into a walkie-talkie? That one they might have actually left in, yeah. but it's specifically it's, so it's the one the... with the cop cars. Okay, and them flying in between the cop cars. Yeah, because the scene in the beginning, yeah. I think they also do it, but not as obviously. Because it's a lot of dark, you know, shadows where he's hopping ar yeah. around. And, you know, it's just it's just a stupid change. It doesn't amount to anything. And, like, it probably took a really long time to do. And I know that. And a lot of money. Yeah, and I know that because, believe it or not, I know this is coming out in June. We're shooting this in January specifically for this scene. Mm. Now, I'm holding a rifle right now. But digitally, Jessica's making it look like a walkie-talkie. Is it loaded? Crazy? Is that loaded? It's probably not loaded. Okay. It's fine. It's All right. fine. All right. But, yeah, it's, it's heavy. It's heavy. Yeah. But yeah, Jessica now has to rotoscope everything. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Guy, oh, guy, it's, it's fine. It's Click fine. Like that fine. thing this way? She has to rotoscope and like digitally remove the walkie talkie. No! It, it, guys, stop. It, you're supposed to pretend it's a walkie talkie. Uh, yeah, not, and it's it, just. But believe it or not, this would is. Would you stop waving that in my face? <laughs> like. Yeah, this might help. I don't, <laughs> that, I don't know. That might help. <laughs> it's taking a really long time. Miami connection. We are wasting so much time and money right now turning this rifle. Into a walkie. It's getting it's getting a little heavy. I'm gonna. Yeah, put it whoa! Sorry, sorry, sorry. Trigger discipline, Tony. <laughs> you dropped it and it just went off. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> e. T. The director's cut, the special edition, totally ruins the flow of the movie. It takes you out of the. Maybe if you've never seen E. T. before and you're a young kid, maybe you'll be fine with I this think version. Be fine of course, if you've never seen it. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, it still has all the stuff you like. But isn't there like shots with like a uh, spaceship, his spaceship and stuff at the end? The spaceship looks. Yeah. It's definitely like remastered, but it doesn't look like it was replaced digitally. Okay. So from rewatching it, it looks like they redid all the way the lights are presented, and there's even some additional like purple lights they add okay. when the spaceship comes in, which doesn't look bad. But when you're there's a side by side you can find on YouTube, or yeah. maybe Tony's showing in this video right now uh where it shows like what it looked like before and after and i honestly thought the old version looked better it's just lit differently that's it and it's the same thing with some of these other additional scenes they cleaned up like them flying in on the bikes they like moved the lens flare a little bit yeah. so you can see the background more it's like little shit but, yeah but you did say when they released this on blu-ray it's got both versions well right? in dvd even DVD. this this is the special edition the 20th anniversary <laughs> limited collector's edition I like that it's the moon. Oh yeah, oh, that's kind of. But cool. I and I and this is why people don't bring this one up as much as they do the Star Wars special editions. Mm. I remember when he was plugging this, he's like, "Hey, on DVD, I'm including both versions of the movie, mm. so you have the original th theatrical release, which is cool." And he's he since regretted doing this. Oh really? Because he couldn't double dip on the DVD sales. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, right. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, he since regretted doing the oh, re-edit in general. <laughs> You meant releasing oh, I think we're, I think we're fucking with him. Because after, after, no, after getting all like the complaints and sure, stuff, sure. I think it's set in. It's like, oh, I guess, yeah, this movie does. He's like, I guess it's like, you know, I personally feel like this could have been better or better. 
But the audience, the people who really connected with this film yeah. and grew up with it, it was fine to them. And at mm. the end, I'm making it for them, and that's all that really matters. You could have literally just did a 20th anniversary re-release in theaters and you know. with like a special edition DVD, and that would have been enough. And, and I don't even money. mind like, and you didn't have to spend any money. I don't either. even mind like restorations and cleaning up some of the Yo, effects no, and whatnot. Yeah. Not, yeah. not like replacing or no, whatever, no, no. but like cleaning up like yeah. you know the mats and whatnot. I.e. the yeah. uh, snow speeder. Yes. Yeah. Which all that stuff I was fine with. Sure. Um, but yeah, uh, it's. It's pretty bad. Now let's talk about some other bad director's cuts. Can I say one more thing about E.T. Oh, yeah, sure, before sure, we move on? Sure. Um, I, look, I haven't watched any E.T. reviews or <laughs> deep dive anything, and I've never really even talked about it in, mm -hmm. a, in a way like I, this. Me yeah. either. So I wanted to ask you guys, I think it's pretty heavily implied in the movie, but Elliot's dad, who left them, is, par is one of the FBI agents. What? No. No, I just thought he was a scumbag piece of shit that cheated on his mom and yeah. fucking fled the country. Oh, I don't know. I mean, maybe. I thought I thought it because there's that one dude that's always monitoring there's them. There's Keys. Keys yeah. says he came to me when I was a little kid, and I've been waiting for this for years. So it's implied that maybe he made contact okay. with an ET. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah. Earlier. That's fair. I mean, yeah. I, I could see where you're coming from, though. If just, I didn't just watch it, and I've seen this movie like 50 times, sure, I, I would have forgotten that. And yeah. I never know if he's lying to Elliot at that point yeah. just to get him to talk. Yeah. Uh, but no, no. His dad is his dad is in Mexico. Oh, okay. Well, he that's hates what, Mexico. Well, that's yeah. what he said. Yeah. Exactly. He hates Mexico. He's in Roswell. That's <laughs> I mean, what I'm saying. I, I'll say one last thing, too. Just I, I know it doesn't exist anymore, and it's a shame for new ET fans. If you're out there, uh, the ride in Universal was fucking amazing. They got rid of the ET ride. Come on, I don't know if it's still there, but this is definitely not a second take. Uh, the ET ride in Universal uh, for any new ET fans, if you haven't been on it, I know they updated it when this version came out. Mm. Uh, they added some of the CGI ET shit, but that ride I have really fond memories of. You give like your name at the end, yeah. and they have like an ET readout of it. Yeah. it was, I, I did Egon once on mine, and was like. <laughs> Egon. I was like, ah, close enough. Yeah, we would always, we would always like put in stupid ass names to see oh, if it would like so. screw up our name. Uh, I love, I love waiting online for that ride oh, in that big yeah. giant forest. Yeah, that was cool. You I, see like the astronaut dude. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah. I have a candle. I forget who made. I think it's called like park theme candles or whatever yeah. park candles. But it smells like the ET ride, <laughs> and it's incredible. It smells just like it. That's I, cool. I, I just wanted to mention that because I think it's cool, and, yeah. and and this is kind of a timeless classic to me. It's not sure. even like my top fifty films, but it's an easy five star movie every time you put yeah, it on. It's yeah, like, yeah, it's damn, good. This is unless good. you watch this version. Well, then then it goes down <laughs> to like at least two stars. Yes. Yeah. So anyway. Let's talk about other bad director's cuts. Sean, do you want to start or go down the line? Uh, sure. I, I brought two, but I'll start with my main one, I okay. guess. Uh, Crank. Okay. It's a very good, in my opinion, uh, Jason Statham action film from 2006, mm. where basically, if you haven't seen it, the setup is Jason Statham's a hitman. He gets some kind of Chinese cocktail, some unknown Chinese concoction, I, I don't know, yeah. uh, injected into him, and then basically he's going to die if he doesn't keep his adrenaline up. And the whole movie is him doing one crazy stunt after another, mm. driving his car through the mall, riding a motorcycle, like standing on it and shit, and he's getting after the gang members that set him up. Yeah. Great movie, fast-paced, shot on those uh, red uh, cameras when they were brand new. I forget yeah. the exact I remember it has that like overexposed look yes, that a lot yes. of movies were doing at that time. And I'll get to the director's cut in a second, but I'll just say it again. It's a very fast-paced movie. That's mm -hmm. kind of the point. There's a few slow scenes, but it's it, it, it's really just a cool off before the next big yeah. you know, rapid-fire section. 
So they do a director's cut of this. And I feel like I couldn't find any information on this, whether the directors approved it or not. But I guess my point is I don't know if this was a cash-in for the sequel that came out a few years after. However, the director's cut of this movie fucking ruins the movie. Yeah. Because it does this thing that a, a lot of director's cuts do do this, from my experience, is, all right, well, this scene was 10 seconds. Now it's 11 seconds. All right, the next scene, it's like 8 seconds. Now it's 10 seconds. I hate right, when the next, they do that. Yeah, it, it's, it's one of those because... It's just, again, it's a very fast-paced movie, and it's like you have all these like weird extra scenes, and it's like, okay, you know. I, I, it's one of those things, like, if you saw it for the first time, maybe it wouldn't bother you as much. Yeah. Much like E.T. Yeah. But just on a rewatch, I'm like, goddamn, this movie. You're right. It, it's it, got to be a fast-paced, adrenaline thing. You can't, even, like, adding seconds to stuff. Will... Yeah. Like, there's one good scene they add. Uh, there's an elevator scene where he's talking to himself. He's going, he's, like, tripping on pills. <laughs> And uh, there's, like, this Asian guy in the elevator with them, and they do this pretty good. Because there's a lot of visual jokes in this movie, mm -hmm. like, subtitles that appear on screen, and then it's, like, from the other guy's POV, and it's the subtitles are reversed, and you can still kind of make them out. Uh, so they add some jokes there that are funny, and there's, like, a Michael Myers joke in there. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's a scene where he, to get himself, like, you know, pumped up, he hits himself with some fucking hammers and nails and shit. Hammers nails into his leg. But other than that, it's really just taking this movie that's very tight all the way around and just just kind of ruins it for me. And if you know what I'm talking about, I, I would assume you agree with me. Yeah. But that was one that came to mind for me, besides my first pick that you already fucking covered, Star Wars. Yeah, we all, that that's the thing. We, I, <laughs> we covered it so well in that other episode. Yeah, and I said that to you before we yeah. jumped on. I was like, "This, that's got to be the worst director's That set. really is. It really is. Because there's, he kept making it worse as the years went and on. And just yeah. still kept messing with it. <laughs> I, like, like, I don't have a ton to really say beyond that. Yeah. I, I could talk about this movie for an hour, so if you ever want to come back to it. I have to, to give it, it another <laughs> chance. I just wasn't so into Jason Statham early on. The, yeah. Him and another one of my buddies were watching this movie, like, nonstop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Never fucking cared to watch it. I've it's, never seen it. It's, it's got some political humor that maybe uh, is very of the time. I heard the second one's even crazy. Oh, yeah, because the yeah. second one, they're just like, all right, first one was already over the top, kind of like a video game. Might as well go crazier. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's like a kaiju fight with him and another guy. Yeah, see, I yeah. might watch the first one just so I can watch that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. That one seems they grow gigantic? I don't remember the semantics. I saw it once in theaters. I remember liking it, but never watched or it Or is it again. like the E-Honda Zangief thing? It, it might be like that. But like... The, the, basically, the way this movie ends, it's like, oh, how do you do a sequel? And the second one is, well, here's here's how. And he basically, instead of having it as adrenaline up, he's got to be like electrified or some bullshit. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, like yeah. he had like a, an electric thing. They asked to keep heart, charge. yeah, electric yeah. heart. What's the subtitle of the second one? Uh, high, high voltage. High voltage. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, or, the, or Tony, if you ever do top state Jason State in the movies, it's between this and transport. I'd have to me. watch more of them. Yeah, I've only yeah. seen like I mean, I've seen a bunch, but. Not enough to, like, retain yeah. the information. I gotta, like, actually sit and watch them. None of the Fast and Furious movies? I don't know if they have the Hobbs and cuts. Shaw? <laughs> oh, oh well, I don't know. know. I've seen... You said best Jason. Yeah, no, no, I did. You're right. <laughs> Jesus, I'm thinking about Crank. I mean, I prefer Transporter 2, honestly, even if it's a little <laughs> sillier. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Um, I have one other pick if you want me to go into it or wait. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, go ahead. It's go a ahead. quick one. Yeah. That was on my list, too. Really? Uh, okay, I mean, we'll go right. So I've, never, I, I've seen Mulrats. I've never seen this director's cut of it, though. Uh, okay, well, this this actually, this is not, but uh, oh, okay. uh, that's the High School Reunion one from 1999. But okay. So the, the director's cut 
is a it's a weird one with Mallrats because mm. Kevin Smith put it out as almost like a goof for the 20th anniversary and was like, yeah, this is the original cut of the film that everyone hated, so we recut it. Uh, but here you go if you want to see it. So it's mm. kind of one of those ones. He did sign off on it, but he also acknowledges that the movie's way worse on this cut. Okay. Uh, and the main uh, sticking point for that is, if you've seen the movie, it kind of opens... Well, I guess I'll set the plot up just a little bit if you haven't yeah, seen yeah, it. Yeah. Is uh, you have T.S. And, and Brody. I forget the name. I know Jason Lee's Brody. I don't know T.S. who he is. <laughs> but basically, their girlfriends both dump them, and they hang out at the fucking mall. And you have shenanigans. Michael Rooker's there. He's like the over uh, overprotective father that they kind of butt heads with. Stan Lee makes an appearance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's the movie about them trying to get their girlfriends back. So they add yeah, and this- that kid is back on the escalator. That kid, that kid is back on the escalator again. Leave it alone. What? <laughs> He's Sorry. back on the escalator Sorry, again. It's like my favorite. Uh, yeah, it's it's Kevin Smith's second movie after Clerks, so they you know it's part of the View Askew universe, mm, or whatever, however yeah. you say that. So there's references. Well, remember, to Clerks. Clerks was gonna have a shitty ending where they like just get shot at the end. Yeah, Don taking that. shot, and yeah. it's like your movie doesn't earn that kind of dark ending. Sorry. No, and thank God because then we got the second one, which I know a lot of people don't like, but I do. Oh, I hate that movie. Aren't oh, you really? so excited for Clerks three, guys? No, I kind of <laughs> am to be honest. I want to see if it's gonna totally suck or be great. Do it's gonna think, be no one. Do you think Kevin Smith good. cried while making it? Probably. Do you probably. think he cried after he made it? It's his masterpiece. Do you think he cried just waking up? With well, he, he probably cries? cried when he made this because he could finally pay off all those credit cards from Clerks that he this still had maxed out. I hope he does a behind-the-scenes thing. It's like, oh, this is my crying vlog. <laughs> yeah. He loves to film himself <laughs> cry. Um, <laughs> hey, look, look, look. I mean, I don't cry. Um, I'm a tough guy. It's fine if you cry. It's like, just don't film it all the time like Kevin Smith does. He's constantly taking pictures and filming himself cry. It's it's, like, dude. It's for the clicks, dude. Yeah. You're just going to get made fun of by assholes like me. And it's giving him attention, isn't it? (laughs) You're right. Just to finish that point, uh, so much like Crank, it does a similar thing where it just adds jokes to scenes, mm. which is almost just as annoying if you've seen a movie that's like, oh, this has really good pacing, especially a comedy, and then it's like, oh, why'd they add that joke? That kind of Oh, sucked. yeah, comedies do that. Like, I want to think, like, Anchorman did that. Um, the extended cut yeah. of Forgetting Sarah Marshall does that, although yeah. I will argue that's actually a pretty good extended cut. That's the thing. Sometimes there are good things added, but a lot of times the jokes just run a little too long. Um, I'll get, like, get back to Mallrats for a second. Yeah, uh, yeah. But one that I kept seeing on these lists of like worst ones is like the extended cut of Bad Santa, Badder Santa. But I love that version. Uh, yeah, I don't I remember, know what everyone's yeah. fucking talking about. I've se- that's the only version I've seen of it. Yeah, no, that so, version's great. Yeah. Is it just because it's too long? I guess, but I think I think that version is great. I don't know why yeah. it's on the list. But anyway, back I mean, to get rats. me a wooden pickle, Tony. I'll I'll <laughs> take it. Uh, but yeah, mall rats. Uh, yeah, there's that stuff, and they have a, a totally different opening that you could find again online. But it's basically the setup for why Michael Rooker hates TS, and it's just like you don't need it because it's already heavily implied just because he's dating her, his daughter. Yeah. And it's like this whole convoluted thing where like he's at a governor ball and TS is dressed like Paul Revere and he has a fucking musket on the roof and they think it's an active shooter. Yeah. Cool. Maybe he had a walkie-talkie, I'm not really sure. <laughs> Maybe that's the extended director's cut, you know, the, the final cut version. Uh, it's a whole subplot that's just completely Yeah, added. and it, the whole point. But it, it should have been. It should have been. And, and it's just one of those weird things where, again, Kevin Smith admitted this is not the way to watch the movie. But it's a director's cut, and yeah. it's one that I was like, hey, I'll bring this to the table. Well, it's reminding me of the alien director's cut, which is not a director's cut. Yeah. 
Where it's like, well, I guess this is a cut that I did, but the mm. theatrical is my director's <laughs> cut. Right. Uh, well, on that note, before I pass it to Joe or yourself, uh, come on, guys. Return of the King, worst director's cut. <laughs> That theatrical version cut out fucking Christopher Lee. That's a director's yeah, cut. That you know, is a Peter, director's Peter cut. Jackson. The director made that cut, Joe. I don't know. Why would he cut out Christopher Lee's death? I don't understand. I don't give a fuck. All three of those <laughs> movies are masterpieces, the extended versions. Oh, well, obviously, obviously. That's the preferred version to watch. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying, The Return of the King theatrical. Which you made the Christopher Lee cry in the theater. What are you Come on, Peter. That's the thing. That's the thing. So, both well, three... Are we doing that, too? Because I, That was very much a bit, <laughs> Okay, Joe. That, that was, was a bit, bit, 100%. It's, sorry. I will say, though, of those, those three movies, you can watch them with or without the extended version, oh, but the yeah. third one, losing Christopher Lee... That's like, that needed to be in the movie. You can't just get, that's like. I don't even fucking remember. That's, Put it that way. Like I saw it once in the theater and then every other time it's been the extended version. <laughs> that's like Return of the Jedi where it's, or like, yeah, Return of the Jedi, just like Darth Vader just, just left in the middle of the movie uh, yeah, and they fought uh, yeah. the Emperor. It's like, okay, wait, what happened to that other guy? Because <laughs> I think it's like the theatrical, they just show up in Pippin and Mary are already, uh, like, got, the, the, got the food and everything. They basically say, like, oh, he's in the tower. He'll be, he'll stay there. Yeah. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> Joe, what did you bring in for bad director? This was rough for you because you're like, I love all director's well, this cuts. Was, well, for, for most stuff, <laughs> oh. because the, the, the thing is, like, a lot of the movies that we've, we've talked about or a lot of movies that I saw online mm. for uh, director's cuts, like, I don't really give a shit about, like, you know what I mean? Uh, like, there was the Watchmen one. And I think that's a good one. Sure. I mean, I guess. Well, my issue with Watchmen, I brought it up many times, is mm. it's trying to be so slavishly faithful to the book. Yeah. And then, like, the last 20 minutes, it decides to start making changes. Yeah. And it's like, you should have changed more and condensed the story. <laughs> so when I see the ultimate cut, I'm like... This is just making me madder at the ending that you changed it no. while being slavishly devoted to everything else. But but still the way to watch the movie. But continue. Yeah, I was gonna say most of the time, a lot of these direct like I you know I e uh, 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 Watchmen or or Lord of the Rings like those are the ways to watch the movie to mm. spend more time there with these characters and do all that stuff. With that being said, mm. one of those films that shouldn't be like that is Dawn of the Dead. George Romero's Dawn of the Dead. Oh, there are three different versions of that movie. Yes. There's a theatrical version. Yes. There is a, a shorter European cut that was the Dario Argento Zombie. cut. Zombie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, and then there was the extended version. Right with Joe Pilato. Yes. Yes. Um, and a lot of shit in that movie does just it doesn't need to be like the extended version just doesn't need to be there. I, I pop in the extended version like every couple years yeah. just to be like, oh, what did they add? And it's like, okay. Hey, okay, but the theatrical version is my go-to for that I, one. I, yeah, I mean, in, and even if you really want to just get it, keep it brief, just pop in the Argento version. I never watched. Go. I watched the Argento version once, and I was yeah. like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, it's a little. Uh, it's like what twenty minutes shorter yeah. than the theatrical, or something yeah. like that. Here's my question: Where the hell does Joe Polito come into this? Oh, so when they're getting ready to go to the helicopter, there's people who are leaving by boat, right? And Joe I think so. Joe Pilato is one of the guys that's leaving on boat. Because I remember seeing okay. his name. I think his name is in the theatrical credits. And I remember being like, Joe Pilato? From well, Day of the Dead? Where is he? <laughs> well, that that's... Um... Sorry, sorry. Signed by Joe Pilato. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Ramiro, Ramiro's preferred version is the extended version. Yeah. So it the tr that's his true vision of it. But again, it's one of those things where it's like, you could, it's a take it or leave it kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I wouldn't say it's the worst ever, but it's, yeah. it's a cut that I wouldn't pop in. I think I'm changing this to just bad director's cuts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I could see that. It's just because I don't Sha- know because we'll never watch all of them. No, and it's just uh, like what Sean was talking about with the crank thing. It's just the, the, the pacing is just better in the theatrical version. Yes. Uh, do you have another one? Uh, Brazil specifically. Terry Gilliam's. Okay, Brazil. I've never seen Brazil. Brazil's yeah, awesome. What is that? It's like a dystopian uh, future, and this guy basically. He's like a working class citizen who's held down by this totalitarian government, basically. Do you wake from your finest fantasy only to return to your daily nightmare? And I don't want to go too deep into it. And it's kind of hard to because it's the surrealistic look at all these different... uh, I like Terry Gilliam movies. Oh, I fucking love it. Have you seen The Man Who Killed Don Quixote yet? No, I haven't. That's the one he was working on for like 30 years. I, I, like, cried in the theater because it was one of those things. It came out good? Yeah. It was oh, a- I thought, I didn't see it because I'm like, there's no way this is yeah, coming no, out. Dude, it's that. awesome. Adam Driver's great. It was just one of those things where, like, I watched it and, you know, it kind of, like, lit the fire again inside to, like, mm. make movies and tell stories and stuff. Um, so The fire kinda- rised in with you? Yes. The fire rises? Yes. That's a, that's a, that's a quote <laughs> from, a, from a movie. Nice. It's a movie I was in. Might have heard of it. Is it called Dinosaurs and Cops? Or no, what is no, it? it's, it's, it's called Dark Knight Rises. Oh, the Dark Knight Rises. Oh, yeah. Oh. I was in that. I knew that. But anyway, anyway. Uh, so what, what's Never the, heard of it. So yeah. Brazil, the alternate cut of Brazil. Yeah, so so um, the producer or the distributors, Universal was distributing, and um, they, they had there's the Europe, a European version and then a U.S. theatrical, and then there was a what's called the um, Love Conquers All cut. Okay. And it takes all of the ideas and and kind of the me- whole message of the film mm. and just castrates the whole thing. <laughs> it completely changes the ending. Um, so so periodically throughout the film, our our, our main uh, protagonist uh, has like these dreams of him as like this angel warrior mm. that's like gonna rise up above uh, you know the the the, the, uh, the the state. Yeah. Um, but at the end, for so the love conquers. So the original. Uh, should I spoil the ending of the movie? Spoilers for Brazil. Okay. Well, at the end, it's one of those things where you think he gets out, yeah. and there's an uprising and all this stuff, and then it cuts, and then it cuts. Um, well, it doesn't cut directly, but like it's this thing where it's like green screen, and these two these two doctors walk in, and it's him, it's our protagonist in a chair, oh. and it's like they control his body, but they can't control his mind, kind of thing. Oh. It's it's a pretty powerful ending, right? Yeah. For, to, to that, of when you just saw him become liberated and all this stuff. Wow! <laughs> so the love conquers all cut is his dream state of him in this armor with these wings, just flying away with the with the, his his damsel, yeah. and then the fucking movie just ends. Like he got away, or like everything's fine, or something. So they did. Mark. They did like uh, the original Blade Runner. They gave it the happy ending with yeah, them driving into the yeah, woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They them driving into the unused shots from The Shining. Apparently, yeah, that's like, what happened in Blade Runner. All right. Yeah. Like, like that sounds pretty bad. Yeah, and and all the um, I think they instated scenes where it like basically explained the plot. Oh. And it was a thing where like, oh, you don't need to do that for for European audiences. Yeah. And American audiences, I guess. That's a thing. Yeah. No, I, I've heard like directors make alternate cuts for yeah. different areas. Which yeah. I guess makes sense if you yeah. want it to play well in a certain sure, area. But it's a fucking art film. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, I mean, it's it's. Yeah, but if you really wanted to make good. money, you got to tweak things for certain demographics. For sure, but yeah. not cut out. I don't even. I think it's like thirty minutes or some shit. That's like that. a little rough. Yeah. Um. One thing we were actually talking about it. Um. Was that your last one or? Yeah, that was it. That's the that's the big. Well, one. Well, we can talk about this one because I think yeah. we've all seen it. Um. This is kind of like loosely following a director's cut because it was a director's cut. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, when they re-released Close Encounters of the Third, oh right, yeah, kind, yeah, we were talking about that, yeah. Uh, Spielberg got to go in and like add stuff and fix and like add stuff that he wanted to, but the studio said he could only do it if they add in the ending of him going inside the spaceship and seeing inside the spaceship. Instead of Richard Dreyfuss just going in and taking off. Was that some exec just like, you know, I really wanted to see the inside, and we're only going to give you the money I mean, if, it's if a, I see the inside of that baby. It's a good way to get people into the theaters, I sure. guess. It's like, oh, by the way, this time when you see it, they're in the, the ship. Like The Exorcist, the version you've never seen. Yes. Well, except that's, generally speaking, a good director's cut, I would argue. No, I would, no, I would say the same. Yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah, yeah. saying. Like, yeah. like, that's the hook to oh, go 100%. Um, like, oh, I get to see the inside of the ship. Oh, my God. Spider walk. Does that uh. count as a director's cut version you've never seen? Because I think it's... It's just reinstated. To, yeah. well, well, again, even to your point, to, or to what I was talking about, the Brazil, like, that was a studio cut. Yeah, that's what I'm... Yeah. But yeah. against Terry's wishes. Okay, okay. Uh, but, yeah, so Spielberg... He reshot the ending for Close Encounters, but it's like a few years later. So Richard Dreyfus looks different. He like fits in his suit differently. Weird. And it's it's like here's the thing. Like watching it out of context, it's fine. It looks it's a cool model that they made. Sure. The effects all look great. There's this really nice shot of him looking up, and you see like all the aliens in the windows, and it's a cool all shot. The grays. Hey. Yeah, but <laughs> you didn't you didn't need it. It was better when he just got on the ship and took off. Because it's like, oh, wow, there's a bit of a mystery there. Sure. And Imagine then, that. And nothing we see in there is like, oh, it's like, okay, there's a big thing in the middle. And then a bunch of lights go into it. And the aliens are looking at him. Cool. Thanks for showing me that. I don't, what the fuck? This totally throws off the tone, like the, the pacing of the ending. It just cuts to the end of Fire in the Sky. Oh, he gets and he's on. like, yeah. <laughs> he's getting work done. Fucking <laughs> oh, little things on his eyes. Oh, Your God, favorite part. Yeah. The cheesecloth. Yeah. Oh God! Yeah, so that uh, one that sack. was that was like a director's cut, like against his will. He's since gone back and taken that out, but left all the stuff okay. he wanted in. Um, yeah, if we're ready to move on to me, yeah, oh uh, yeah. So uh, last night I I whipped out the Sin City, Whoa. yeah, recut, extended, and unrated. Um, I have that. I should fire yeah. that up soon. I haven't seen it in a while. So I haven't seen it in a while, and I wish I didn't watch it the way I did. Really? So, <laughs> by the way, this is a great DVD set. Yeah. It comes with... Uh, everything. <laughs> yeah, it comes with everything. The original comic book? It comes with book? Uh, the hard goodbye oh, shit. trade paperback. That's cool. Um, now, there is a good cut in this of the green screen version. You can watch the entire movie with just the green screen <laughs> stuff. And if you don't think I'm not going to add myself into scenes say. of Sin City, you got another fucking thing coming. You got to shoot it like really good so it looks Because seamless. when they released this, that would have been really hard to do. Um, now it's really easy oh, to yeah, do. Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, so he recut and extended the scenes. But then the way you're supposed to watch it is that uh, all four of the stories are now broken up and self-contained. I mean, just because, like, is that something Rodriguez wanted to do? Uh, it sounds, it sounds like something Frank Miller wanted to do. Yeah, because uh, Rodriguez, when you pop the, pop the DVD, and it's like, yeah, you know, we they're supposed to be intertwined, but that's not how they are, like the comics. So we split it up, and here's the viewing order, and I believe the viewing order is uh, that yellow bastard, the the customer is always right. The Hard Goodbye, and The Big Fat Kill. That's how you're supposed to watch it in order. Uh, I like that it jumps around. It's it's terrible. 
Now, I get like that's what the comics are. And maybe that works for the comics. But the way they were making the movie, yeah. they were meant to kind of go back and forth and intertwine a bit. It's more compelling that way. Like, yeah. Like, Pulp Fiction. What if you just saw all of Jules and Vern's story? Then you saw all of fucking Bruce Willis' story. No, because that's not how the movie was designed. It's an interesting, like, idea to see it, but all that would ever... If you put Pulp Fiction in order, all that would ever do for me is just show how much better the other version is. 100%. That's my point. Which is what's going on here. Yes. (laughs) So you start with that yellow bastard, and, like, I mean, it does kind of work as a short, but then it's just, like... That story, the way it was designed to be filmed, benefits from being split in half to mm-hmm. open, well, not open the movie, that's the other one, sure. but to like begin the movie and then kind of end the movie on that. That like works really, 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 really well. Mm-hmm. And then to see it like shoehorn together, it's just kind of whatever. But the worst one is the customer is always right with Josh Hartnett. So it's the scene from the beginning of the film, and then it cuts to the logo. And then it cuts to the end of the movie with him and the Gilmore Girls chick. Like, he's about to kill her. But that scene is interesting in the movie because you know what she did in right. the the big, uh, what was it, the big kill? Um, the big fat kill. You know what she did. So it's like, oh, that's her comeuppance. But when you watch just these two segments back to back, it's like, all right, it's a, it's a, it's a guy who's killing it's somebody. A, it's a boring looking guy who... <laughs> I could never believe this guy was the daughter of Jamie, the son of Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, but yeah, it's like okay, at least he's got a good haircut in this. Movie. Yeah, it's like okay, he he kills girls and cashes the check. Cool. And by the way, every single segment has the full credits. So you watch like four minutes of Josh Hartnett killing two chicks, and then full full credits, and then ten minutes of credits. Yes. No, it's not that long, right? Got to have the, no, have the ready. five minutes. No, no, no. Uh, but yeah, the they just don't work split up. Mm. They do not work split up. And then to end it on the big fat kill, and it's like, man, that yeah, was but, the weakest one to end it on. But that's not the way it was structured. No. no. You know what I mean? Like, no. to, like conceived. To yeah. Be and I mean, I think in the original, there's some overlap where, like, Marv dies, but then you kind of see him in another segment because time lies. Yeah. Sure. So there's back and forth and stuff mm-hmm. there. But yeah, when you watch them all self contained, it just, it, the, the pacing's not very good. It throws off their, he does add some extra scenes. Like, he adds an extra scene with, um, like uh, Marv's mom, like he's like sneaking into his old house to get his gun. Yeah. Marvin, I- is that you, baby? Yes, mom. I'm sorry I woke you up. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Uh, but yeah, I just, I don't know why they did it. It's not very interesting. Isn't there another version on there, though? There's theatrical, and then there, isn't there something else? No, it's it the original theatrical two? release. Yeah. And then the recut extended and unrated, separated into four stories version, and then the green screen cut. Huh. Yeah. I don't know if a Blu-ray has come out since. No, I have that set. I thought there was just a different, yeah. a different uh, set. But yeah, it's just... um. It's not good. It doesn't flow well. And like this is a movie I really, really like. Yeah. So watching it this way, I'm like, oh no, this is awful. <laughs> like there's no narrative flow to this. Like Big Fat Kill and Hard Goodbye, I guess they kinda work. 
um, self-contained, kind of, but then you just get like a kind of okay short story. Yeah. Whereas none of them are really great on their own. The way they were structured for the film, they kind of play off each other. Yeah, I mean, and there's characters from the other stories, and you yeah. get the whole picture by seeing yeah. them that way. That makes me think of too, and it's not like an anthology film at all, or, or like a Pulp Fiction or Sin City, but The Godfather, uh, I forget what they called, but... The, the one that's chron- chronological. You guys talked about it yeah, on your oh, yeah, the, episode. The, yeah, there's a cut where he put it in chronological order, which I think is on my 4K Blu-ray set. I haven't okay. watched it yet, though. I would like to, That's another one where like, I like to see that as a curiosity. Sure. I think that could work better, though, than something like well, this. Well, a lot of people mm. like it. Uh, I know my, my father-in-law likes it that way, but like mm. it's, it's similar to me, at least, where it's like a lot of that back and forth you get in those two movies... Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just like you lose all that. And it's like, yeah, it's kind of cool to see Vito come up through well, the that, ranks. That but I'm the... like, I like how the movie is showing parallels between him and his son. Sure. Well, yeah, that's the that's the way that movie was designed. And yeah. like I said, it's even Coppola, I don't think, has ever been like, that's my definitive vision. He's no. like, hey, here's like, if, if you're, you're curious. Sure. And sure. I think, again, all it would do is be like, all right, well, I liked it better the other way. That's why I don't like people bitch. I'm like an apologist for Arrested Development season four. <laughs> I like how they did the uh, out of like uh, non-linear yeah, sure. stuff, but like fans bitch so much. So he re-edited it to be linear and more like a regular episode. And you now have to find the original version of season four. Uh. But I was an apologist. I really liked it. Season five sucks. But season four was great. <laughs> was four or five the one where they had the... CGI and, and green screen everybody in. That, that was, was four, five. and I think five. I think they were able to get them back a little bit easier okay, before. Sure. Yeah, it still kind of worked that, for four. Yeah, I didn't even know they came back for five. I thought that was the one where they green screened everybody and like no, shot it. No, five in came locations. out a few years later. Was that when it was on Yahoo.com? No, no, it was still on Netflix, but like no one gave oh, a shit. Jesus. Like it was, it was, it was not good. Um, but yes, speaking of Coppola, thank you for bringing up Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> I do what I can. So I watched. This is the I got end. this. I got this out of a hotel recently, <laughs> a motel. Um, They're gonna be pissed. They don't mot- have apocalypse now. A motel uh, near Cape May uh, that apparently still. Saw, whoever was there left a bunch of. There was no VCR. Oh. There were five VHS tapes, no VCR. A DVD player, no DVDs. So I was like, all right, well I'm taking this Zoetrope Studios Apocalypse <laughs> Now tape. So I watched Apocalypse Now this morning, and I've seen this movie many times. And I'm watching it, and I'm like. I've never seen the theatrical cut. I've only ever seen the Redux. Oh, yeah. And when I was looking up the lists, people were like, the Redux is on a lot of the worst director's cut lists. And I'm watching it, and I'm just like, I'm now seeing the theatrical version. I 100% agree with those lists. Because then I skimmed through the Redux. I'm like, this is a worse version of the movie. It's not good. Like... Like, how it is in this movie with Robert Duvall is, like, the crazy guy who basically bombs the village because he wants to go surfing. Yep. Um, it ends with him. His scene ends with that line of him being like, I love the smell of napalm in the morning. And he's like, someday this war will end. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. And it transitions that nice narration where uh, Martin Sheen is, like, thinking about what he said. Yeah. And the Redux, uh, they don't like him. And they steal his surfboard. And then he's following them in a helicopter, being like, please give my surfboard back, please. You don't need fucking that. No. <laughs> and then, you know, there's the famous scene where they have the playmates uh, at the show in mm. Vietnam. Yeah, the USO. Yeah, the USO show. 
Uh, then later on, they meet up with the playmates at a different base where, like, the commanding officer, like, blew up. So the, the troops are just kind of doing whatever. Yeah. And, like, the guy in charge of the playmates starts, like, prostituting the girls out to the guys. And they're, like, clearly on drugs or something. And it's just like, okay, you don't really need this. There's a there's a social commentary there, but... There is, but there's enough commentary in the movie oh, well, that this just yeah. felt, like, weird. Yeah. And, again, the problem with this, it ruins the pacing yeah. and of a tightly... I mean, it's still kind of like a long movie, right? It's pretty long. It's like, two hours at least, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it doesn't feel long. This theatrical cut does not feel long. I no. haven't seen it in, like, ten years, man. Yeah. I mean, that's one I need to revisit. Yeah, so the Playmate stuff is a little useless. And then they go to the plantation, the French plantation. Oh, yeah, I looked that up. The, okay. rubber, the rubber plantation. And it's just, like, the French lecturing the American. And I guess they're right about what they're saying. But, like, it's just the them lecturing the Americans for fucking up by being in Vietnam and how they fucked up in the past. And, like, sure, there's good ideas in there, and then... And then what's his face? Uh, Sheen like has like a little love affair with the one girl on the plantation. It's just like this goes on for fucking ever. The the, the playmate scene and the plantation I think adds up to like forty something minutes of shit that you do not need. No. And I've heard it explained where it's like, well, you know the um, the plantation was the calm before the storm, and it's like, yeah, it's like yeah. no, no, no. The fucking USO show was the calm before the storm. <laughs> right. Well. The, the plantation scene starts at, like, 79 minutes. I, we don't need any comms before storms at this no, point in the story. I mean, it could, it could be argued that it's character building or just to paint the picture of what who these guys are exactly and what I they're guess, capable of. But you don't really need it. I, I didn't say that you needed it. I I'm guess saying it it's there if you want it. It explains, <laughs> like, a plot hole. Not a plot hole, but, like, what did they do with the bodies on the ship? Yeah. Uh, and of course, the puppy disappears during that attack. And there, I was, I was looking up. People were like, "Where's the puppy? Where's the puppy? Did the puppy live?" And no one knows. The fate in the Redux is still undetermined. But since they do stop at that plantation, it could just be assumed they gave them the puppy. Yeah. Oh, okay. So if you want a happy ending for the puppy, Ooh, uh, apocalypse now. All's well that ends. Well. It was so funny. People were like, "I really want to make sure that puppy's alive." Like that puppy. <laughs> inadvertently caused the death of like an entire family. So I don't know. Meanwhile, Charlie Sheen's on the ground like, oh, yeah. bombs are going up on him, but thank God a puppy lived. <laughs> I mean, I'm one of those people, Tony, but yeah. still. Uh, but yeah, that stuff fucks up the movie so much. Yeah. Uh, and then you get to Kurtz, Marlon Brando. Yeah. Now famously, Marlon Brando fucked this production up and they had to film around his fuck up. He showed up extremely overweight for oh. a guy who's supposed to be in, like, where are they, Cambodia or something? Don't they, like... Dr no, uh, they're still in Vietnam, I think. I'm pretty sure they're in Vietnam. Because in Vietnam, you know, people took a stop over in Cambodia. But anyway, uh, he's supposed to be, like, with all these poor villagers and stuff. And I know he is their leader, but it's like, I don't think he get that fat living in these kind of conditions. It depends. Maybe if he's getting all the food. Maybe. He's bulking well, yeah, up for so the showed uh, up, of Dr. Moreau. He showed up. <laughs> the, yeah. He, 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 it yeah. wasn't as bad as that. Uh, he showed up like extremely overweight, not prepared. Famously, didn't want to memorize his lines. They have those giant cue cards for him. Like yeah, they do. Well, luckily, there's a scene like, before the ending where he's like reading one of his messages, so it makes sense for him to have a piece of paper. Yeah, <laughs> they were sick of him fucking the lineup. Just give him a piece yeah. of paper. So what they did, and it works super well. They hit him mostly in shadows. Yeah. In that film, like he's mostly always in shadow, like the sponge and doing all. The yeah, thing. there's yeah. like fire on him mm -hmm. and light and whatnot. The Redux, there's a scene of him just out in the open, broad daylight with all the kids, and it's just like, uh, 
Like, it takes uh, all the mystique out of it. Yeah, it takes all the mystique. And also, it's showing, like, well, obviously, Martin well. Sheen's going to kill this fat fuck. <laughs> like, it's, it's very obvious. I he doesn't stand, stand a chance. goddamn chance. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, uh, all that stuff just, it, like, it grinds the movie to a goddamn halt. Like, when, when the movie is so tightly wound, the first theatrical cut. What was what was the the idea behind this? Was it just be, was it one of those things where Coppola was like, here it is if you want it. I guess just because when did the Redux come out? Like 2001? Yeah, it was it, later. For so sure. this is, yeah, remember all these guys, early 2000s, right? all these guys were friends together. So he's yeah. like, I'm going to change my movie too. I think it's one of those cases. I mean, didn't he also, correct me if I'm wrong on this, didn't he also do a re-release of Godfather 3 with some minor changes? He did recently and I haven't, I did not watch it yet. It's like completely recut, isn't it? Not really, but it's it's shorter. Ending, I think I know, cuts yeah. he moves different. scenes around. It's definitely shorter. It's called the uh, Godfather Coda, the death Coda. of Michael Corleone. Yes. Right. Okay. Ironically, the they fu- don't show him actually die at the end. They cut out his actual <laughs> the version that's called the death of Michael Corleone does not show you him actually dying, which I think is something he wanted to do. But the studio was like, you got to show him dying. You can't just have his eyes closed. Um, Where's my Where's my Dracula director's cut? <laughs> wow! Okay. No, we've, I, I, we've seen no, we've seen those deleted scenes. I don't think they need to be back. Yeah. I don't think we need the Wolfman on the gold robe, like all looking. I like don't this. know. It says you. <laughs> I don't think we need the Wolfman looking thing, like picking the guy up off the beat. Like a lot of those deleted scenes are bad. Oh okay, I wouldn't mind if they were there. <laughs> Just saying. So yeah, uh, Apocalypse Now. I. I don't like the Redux at all. And it's it's sad that that's the version I've been watching for years. Because I was thinking, I'm like, why don't I watch this movie more? I like it. And then having seen the theatrical, I'm like, I would watch this one all the time. I think it's the Redux where they like land with the Playmates. I'm like, I don't know. Fucking fast forward, fast forward. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's pretty bad. Now, this is another case where there were re-edits. Since the beginning. There is, right? There is another cut. So, well, oh, he has since gone back and re-edited it. The plantation scene is in there, but it's heavily cut down, I okay. think. Okay, okay. Some people think it's still oversaved. Like the final welcome. cut. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> however, when the movie released, uh, so he had to demolish all his sets in the Philippines. Yeah. So he filmed the demolition of them blowing up the sets. And the movie was going to end, like, showing these explosions over the credits. But then the audience like mi- like misread it, and they're like, "Oh, I guess the army came and blew up Kurtz's place and killed everyone." And he's like, "Oh shit, no, that's not what you're supposed to get out of that." So that's why it like cut. It's just black credit. He, like so in the theater, like he had it change while it was in theaters. He's oh like, my! He's God. like, "Oh no, 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 get that scene out. People are not <laughs> oh getting it." God. I think. You know, maybe Coppola just had his head screwed on too tight because these movies are so serious all the time. He's not thinking about what general audience are going to think when they just have out-of-context explosions to every set in the movie. Again, that's an artistic choice that is just misinterpreted. Yeah, no, 100%. I'm just saying, what did he expect? His movies aren't always serious. Didn't you see Jack? (laughs) Didn't you see... You know when Bill Cosby... Oh, big? Thank you very much. (laughs) You know when Bill Cosby farts in the can and they light it on fire? Bill Cosby. And Jack. Oh, yeah. I don't remember Bill that at all. Cosby. Yeah. He's in Jack. I'm almost. Ghost at himself? I'm almost positive. Let's, Look let's, it up let's, real let's quick. Make sure, let's, let's make sure before it like, turns out it was. They're like, in the treehouse and he farts in a fucking coffee can <laughs> and they light it on fire. He's a good tutor. <laughs> okay, Bill Cosby is in Jack. Okay, there you go. But I don't know if he's in that scene. Oh, he is farting in a fucking coffee can in a treehouse with I those mean, little boys. Jessica and Robin Williams. Jessica, if you're not too tired from digitally replacing my rifle with walkie-talkie, show the clip of Jack. Does Bill Cosby fart into a jar? <laughs> he farts into a coffee can. 
I know the farting scene. I just don't remember Bill Cosby being there. Oh my god! I hope Maybe it's you Cosby. saw the extended cut of Jack. Is the grandma from fucking Mafia there saying a scoozy? <laughs> we're doing all the, we're getting all the fart jokes out of our systems. <laughs> and now to make sure I didn't screw that up. Hold on. That's the one takeaway that I had. And that from Jack and the end where he's like old as shit. And okay, good. Francis Ford Coppola did the direction. Okay. Because <laughs> I always remember that movie. I'm like, that's a Coppola movie. I always forget that. Weird. Um, and I, I also realize that it's not the same thing as big. Anyone that was confused at me <laughs> saying that, but I'll take big. Yes. What was Tom Hanks's problem in that movie? Well, he got transformed into an adult. Oh, and that's Jack, right. he just is a big kid. Well, he yeah, ages. He's like, he's like, he's like yeah, reverse Benjamin yeah. Button. Which, there is like a real condition like that, but it doesn't play out like it does in the movie. You don't yeah. just look older. Like, it's yeah. a whole thing. Anyway, those were some bad director's cuts. Uh... There might have been a few that we missed. I know a lot of wow. people don't like The Abyss with the, the extended ending. I think that's okay because I want to know more about that and I want to see more of that. I guess. I just don't like the clip show that he plays for them. The aliens are like, look at our perfectly edited clip show of how you're <laughs> bad guys and we made a big wave. Like, <laughs> We're jellyfish. I don't know like, any cool. of this. But apparently people said, I think with that case, it's not the because they. I think people who watch the uh, special edition of The Abyss... They like everything but the ending. So it's one of those. Okay. Where it's just like Understood. But that was an ending he chose. Kind of like Spielberg, you know, he he was for it was forced to have that. Right. But yeah, forced. these are bad directed directors or extended cuts, whatever. That was our bad director's cuts. Can we come back and do our favorite director's cuts? You'll be here all day long. I well, this is And I bet true. you it's gonna be the Beowulf director's cut. <laughs> Robert Zemeckis, which I have. Um, There's a movie that I need to see. Yeah. Uh, let us do know. you do you really? I, yeah. I need the morbid curiosity. Uh, what do you think is a bad director's cut of a film? Uh, you know, we did ours, E.T., Mallrats, uh, Sin City. Oh, you know what? We didn't. I, none of us had time to watch it, but we didn't watch the funny version, the director's cut funny version of House of the Dead by Uwe Boll. It can only be an improvement. <laughs> it can only be an improvement. Do we get several flashbacks, like in a Naruto episode where it zooms into the fucking eyeball and I see scenes that we already saw five fucking minutes ago? <laughs> this, I, we reviewed this movie on Movie Dumpster like in our first season. Go check it out. You movie didn't Dumpster review podcast the funny at, version. No. MovieDumpsterPodcast.gmail. Fuck me. MovieDumpsterPodcast.com. God damn it, Tony. I'm sorry. I'm fucking up my plugs. Can we, can we do House of the Dead funny version of Movie Dumpster? Sure. We're just adding in air bubbles and commentary. <laughs> like pop-up like, video? As we're talking about the movie, we have someone on commentary talking over and It's us. like, and here we have three middle-aged white guys <laughs> talking about a movie nobody gives a can, shit can about. Can I do a fucking somersault in the air, land on a trampoline, go, be mid-air, get my fucking leg shown off, <laughs> shot off, and then still have the energy to bite somebody as they're trying to get into the House of the Dead? <laughs> the idea... <laughs> that that you were telling me of him just like talking randomly over the movie yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. There's also a whole scene where like they catch a giant fish or some shit yeah. on the boat with Clint Howard. There's like a oh yeah yeah yeah. Look at <laughs> there's this a, big there's boy. a man meter whenever there's like babes on the screen. Uh, <laughs> well, it's sponsored by Sega. That yeah. party in the beginning. Sega. I think we I think he, movie dumpster needs to revisit this, and I think we need to do funny. <laughs> I, I think uh, I, again, like I probably will enjoy it because yeah. that's like my host. That's my most hated episode that we've done. <laughs> well, we're gonna fix it. We're, <laughs> we're doing a director's cut, director's cut, guys. 
This time we're fixing it. Movie Dumpster <laughs> Season 1, Episode 18? Something like we're that. We're re re recutting. Director's Fuck, cut. I want it to be Movie Dumpster House of the Dead Episode Funny Version. <laughs> What a title. That'll really do great. <laughs> Unrated. Un Unrated funny version. With Tony. And people will be like, wait, what are they <laughs> They'll say, who's Tony? You do leave out hack the movies for some reason and really get people confused. Yeah, just Tony. With Tony. <laughs> With Tony. Uh, anyway, that is it from us. Let us know what you think is a bad director's cut. Let us know if you disagreed with our choices. Maybe you like Redux. Maybe you like the 10 seconds they added in Crank. Maybe you like the Love Conquers All version of Brazil. You can get, you can fuck right off. Uh, I think uh, maybe you love the Star Wars special edition. I found out from my comment section a lot of people like those special editions, which I'm still wrapping my brain around. Uh, but yes, let us know. Thank you for watching. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Follow Movie Dumpster also. Uh, sign up for Hack the Movies Patreon. Sign up for our mailing list. Give us a call. We love hearing your voice. And uh, yeah, that, I guess that's it from us. Yeah. Goodbye, guys. Goodbye. See ya. I, gotta, I, don't, th I don't think <laughs> it's loading. <laughs> stop! Don't stop. You're gonna. It's gonna go off. Go. We are waiting for the Dark Souls of fighting games. Let us have it. We're ready. <laughs> Soul Edge has nothing on a lightsaber. Like, I'm sorry. James Earl Jones comes back. No. Oh no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't think kids trade games yeah. anymore. I need that sense of accomplishment and it wasn't there. And I think that that was a major flaw. The way they engineer these is just phenomenal. As much as you're into like the comics, I was very into the toys. So I was on like the message board all yeah. the time. Yeah. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Check out our other videos and Patreon page. Talk, talking, talking about tapes.